Hey, it's Danny Hamill back again for uh, another episode of Tales from Southern Indiana. It's the end of the week, so it must be time for a new uh, new one. The uh, uh, previous segment uh, had talked about old cars I had owned, so I thought I would share some memories about some old cars other people had owned that uh, made impressions on me when I was a kid. So my older brother, his first car was a 1953 Chevrolet, a huge, huge thing. And um, it was uh, purchased for him by my father for $100 from a fellow named Catfish Reynolds. They called him Catfish because he made a living catching catfish on the river. And, uh, and like a lot of people who just lived on the river, he, he did not uh, have the greatest uh, uh, high level of hygiene. And he used his car to haul the catfish in to somewhere else where he sold them, apparently. And he did not clean up the car, really, ever. My brother, brother was kind of a neat freak, and uh, my brother, he, he got the car, and he took about a week to clean all the little dead fish and fish parts out of the car. And uh, did finally get it done, and afterward we had uh, what to me was just the ideal drive-in car. You could take the kids, uh, he'd take me and my nephews and go to the drive-in and he liked to take us to, uh, you know, to little movies when we were kids uh, like Valley of the Dolls and <laughs> whatnot. And um, that was a great car. It probably lasted him two years, and which was a long time back then if you think about it. Then he replaced that with a 1955 uh, Chevrolet. It was red, it was kind of pretty looking. And it was in that time period when he was going to college and working at night. And uh, he uh, uh, was, I think, uh, taking little pills to stay up all night. And at some point, uh, he became uh, less than alert when he was driving. In fact, one time he told me that all the way driving home from uh, Indiana University, about an hour drive, there was a, uh, it was a nighttime and there was a giant pig rabbit that was just following alongside uh, his car the whole way. I don't know how many times that happened. At any rate, he was parked, stopped one of these uh, railroad crossing stops, you know, the, the light uh, flashes and the, the bell goes ding ding and you're waiting for the train to come by. And the train came by and clipped off the front chrome around his uh, headlights. Amazingly, did not uh, uh, grab the car and throw it somewhere and kill him. But uh, <clears throat> that was some of the cars that he that he owned that uh, that I recalled. I yeah, I had a, a friend who had um, an old uh, uh, Chrysler that had um, on the left side of the steering column a series of vertical buttons that you pushed to change the uh, the heater and air conditioning and whatnot. Now, on the right side of the steering column was an identical vertical row of buttons that you used to change the gears in the transmission, the automatic transmission. And so a common problem at that era would be that uh, if you were uh, inebriated or whatnot, you might push the button on the wrong side of the steering column. And my friend's father did that, apparently, and uh, shoved the car into reverse on the highway, which was not advisable. Now, folks had uh, uh, had all kinds of cars that just sort of helped them to get by. Back then, it was a rare thing for anybody that I knew to actually have a um, a new car. But um, the thing about cars was that um, you know they 
there were really only three features that mattered to me uh, start stop and go and you wanted the car to do ideally at least uh two two of those things um quite common back then for uh, folks to have to jump start their cars uh, if they're a manual transmission get them rolling down the street and throw them into gear so that the engine would start my father had a, uh, a Volkswagen Beetle, and it was the first one in our little town. First, he was the first one to have a Volkswagen Beetle, and since it was new and strange, the kids all threw rocks at it, of course. And he did not like to use the clutch, and so he would just pick a gear that he wanted and shove the, the transmission, the, 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 the gear stick, as hard as he could into the area where he was headed for, and you'd, you'd hear the grinding of, uh, of metal as the then got into gear, and I'm not sure why he didn't want to use the clutch. I think he he was opposed to a lot of things that seemed natural for other people to uh, uh, to undertake in life, and maybe that was maybe that was just one of them. Um, a feature I liked about that car when I was a kid was that you did not have to turn the car on in order to play the radio, and so I was always sneaking out and getting in his car and listening to Wacky Radio in Louisville, Kentucky, W A K Y, and uh, running his battery down. For some reason, he never he never actually complained about that. So there you go. There's some more old people's cars, and uh, uh, and we'll uh, we'll think of other other old stuff to reminisce about as we as we go along here. And uh, again, appreciate you listening. Take care of yourself.